0: Are you ready? Starting now?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. well, now you just messed it up, you know. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it.
2: When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our
0: wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: What's
1: right. the title of this oh.
0: podcast again? I don't know. I'm just—I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Our fucking faces are everywhere now.
2: <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> you know, but you're but welcome, ladies. Fucking, <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, it sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really. This is this is fucking explicit now.
2: <laughs> ah the explicit button let me use my finger
0: it is time for another episode of sober not mature and that episode starts now All right, everyone, welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And of course, we've been uh, talking about it all week, but we do have a guest. Uh, So Gretchen, go ahead and say hi.
3: Hi, everyone. Hi, you guys. (laughs) <laughs>
0: okay, so let's, that was going to be the second thing I brought up, but let's just jump into the use thing. No, 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 i got I to do one thing first. Yes. So, first of all, Mike, and I didn't tell you this, so you are actually verbally surrounded by a couple of cheeseheads right now, Mike. Nice. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, yeah, Gretchen, Gretchen spent some time in Wisconsin, but I'm sure that's uh, part, of, part of your story, so we'll get to that. But you have claimed that the word, the whole use thing comes from Wisconsin, is that
3: Yes, it does. Um, I don't know if it was I just... I don't
0: believe you, though. <laughs> well, I,
3: I people in my family have used it. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm from Madison, and we're close to Chicago, so we got a lot of the Chicago folks. Um, mind you, I don't live in Madison anymore, and I haven't for probably 30 years, Um I live in Colorado in Denver on the, in the front range. And, um, but yeah, it's just kind of one of my things. I, I like to be silly and say use guys. <laughs> and
0: So you, so you carry, you carried the use with you all these years.
3: Right, right. Yes, I do. And it's kind of like a joke. Like, you know, if you know me, it's kind of a joke, but sometimes I say it to people that I don't know and they're like, what the fuck's her problem? <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. It's just kind of, it's silly. It's like, hey, you guys, what's up? You know? <laughs> right. Like What's going on um, and then there's a funny story about it today because I I work for like a computer tech company and um, I was replying to one of our clients and I was asking them if if you know they would like to use our resources and instead of using the correct use use I wrote use like y o u s e and I was like I got to I got to stop. <laughs> so yeah, so that's yeah, so, my... the, so
0: the joke yeah, your joke becomes a uh, reality and yes, in your work. I might. My... I think it's
3: Oh, I think ahead. it's funny. though.
0: I mean, no, I, was yeah, gonna say, I think it's funny.
3: It's funny. It's just something I'm, I'm a weird person. So, um, and what, what makes it kind of even funnier is that one of the girls that I work with, like she looked at my reach out before I sent it and she didn't catch that. I didn't spell it correctly either <laughs> because That's I, funny. I say <laughs> use guys to her all the time
0: too. So it's just, I got to
3: stop people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well and we're gonna we're, obviously we're, we want to hear more about your story and uh, mm. you know the thing of it is and these these were your words that you had messaged me one time you said your story is short and boring which is yes. fine yes um but but basically we've uh, mike and i have come up and figured out a, a pretty simple format kind of follows the same thing as a is an aa meeting mm-hmm. um tell us you know what happened basically how you got to to sobriety um but the key here that we always like to hear about is how did you get sober especially during the pandemic cuz you you know you get, mm-hmm. we'll get your sobriety date in there too but in what you do now right mm-hmm. um, you know so yep. these are the things we want to hear and uh, you know those are those were important and like i said uh, i mean mike and i had talked about that and i think i covered the basics right mike
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, we know how to get loaded. We know how to ruin our lives. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> we want to know about the solution. How
3: did yes. we stop doing that? Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. So let's uh, let's take I don't know, you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Tell us, tell us your story. You know, tell us what what got you up to that point, and then we'll go from there. Okay.
3: Absolutely. Well, I first wanted to start out by just thanking both of you so much for doing this. Um, you know, I, I found this, this podcast and it's not like you're, I mean, I know there's other sober podcasts out there. Um, Mm -hmm. you guys are very real and raw and, um, (laughs) for people like me, we need to hear real realness and, Mm -hmm. you know, not kind of like you know happy clouds and everything's great and stuff and and it just um thank you very much
2: you're very welcome yes thank you i appreciate that
3: i love listening to you guys i i work out regularly and i listen to your episodes when i'm doing that in the morning before i start my day and it's just very positive and uplifting so thank you oh,
0: cool. um, oh real real quick side note too Mike this is this is the one I told you about that listened to four hours of us while you were cleaning your house right
3: I was cleaning my house I love to listen <laughs> <Wow>. to podcasts <laughs> while I'm cleaning my house and and I usually listen to true crime and you know so like when I first <laughs> when I first started listening to you guys it's like you guys were in my you know like I'd listen to true crime and then I'd listen to you guys in between, but now it's like I listen to my true crime in between you guys, so use guys yes. use guys, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm catching up i I have like four episodes, and then I'll be caught up so okay, um cool. yeah, yeah, and I just love it, so thank you
0: you're welcome oh. thank you too
3: um i I definitely will give a very brief rundown of my drinking because. I agree. I mean, every everyone who's ever gotten sober, I feel has the same damn, you know, bottom or drunk alcohol story. Mm -hmm. You know, it was fun until it wasn't.
0: Right.
3: (laughs) Um, And, you know, I, I tried it in high school with friends. We'd go to a friend's house and you know their dad had the vodka and we'd drink the vodka and we'd fill it back up with water um you know just all that stupid shit uh but it wasn't I I didn't get like out of control or anything like that you know Boone's Farms
1: mmm <laughs>
3: yeah that was Bruce
2: Farm Apple Wine yes. I got a case of it on my 17th birthday I have your friends
3: yes that I saw something the other day like it's the grandfather of White Claw or something
2: so
1: <laughs> right.
3: yes So, um, you know that was around and then I got out of high school and I, I did go to college and I had a, a boyfriend who was legal and could buy alcohol and and he did for me. And, um, you know, when you're in those those settings where other people around you are drinking and partying, it's very easy to fit in and feel like you're doing the right thing and, you know, mm-hmm. living your life like you're supposed to. And um, I I remember having some blackouts. Um, and I don't, I, I hear people say brownouts and blackouts. I don't really understand the difference I just know that I I call it blacking out like when I was still coherent but I don't remember anything and I don't remember anything right. I did or said or what happened uh, so I had some of those and I remember you know having that anxiety and panicking you know after it happened and not remembering and you know worried that I I did something so terrible yes exactly (laughs) um just embarrassed really and but it wasn't all the time um it was just you know a couple times (laughs) and then um you know it was just like a social thing and then like every night was a social thing i had (laughs) I I had to travel a lot for work, so I was on the road a lot. And, um, you know, you're away from your home and your people and you're with coworkers. So you go out and have dinner and the next thing you know, it's midnight and you're at the bar, you know, and you got to get up for work the next day. Uh, And so I, I really, you know, had some... My drinking really took off then, and then I um, I got married when I was twenty nine years old, um, and we and we're still married. My husband and I are still married. He stuck through me with this, which I'm very grateful for. He, I mean, I think a lot of men, a lot of people, it doesn't matter, men or women would be gone in a heartbeat if they had to deal with right. what my husband had to deal with. Um,
0: yeah, it's, a, it's unfortunately common that that happens, that marriages don't survive, you yes. know, this sort right of right. thing. So, yeah, that's, it's, that's amazing. It is, I mean, really.
3: Yes, and, and, and it's a testament to to him. And um, he's he's not involved in my sobriety, but he's supportive of my sobriety. I would imagine so. So, yes. (laughs) So, you know, like, I'm like, do you want to come to an open meeting with me just so you can see what it's about? You know, no, I'm good. Do you want to go to Al-Anon? No, I'm good. Like, what do you Hmm. want to listen to me talking to my friends on this podcast? No, you do your thing. You know, I might listen to Hmm? it. I might not. You know, whatever. But um, anyway, so we got married and then we had kids. And, you know, I obviously I didn't drink when i was pregnant um and but that that was really the only time i stopped and i didn't find out i was pregnant you know until like two or three months into it so i was drinking that those early months and um Mm -hmm. you know my kids are fine but uh when i found out i was pregnant i didn't drink and so then i had them and then i i like to call it my controlled drinking phase and what i mean by <laughs> what i mean by controlled is like hey you know what if i go monday through thursday without drinking then i deserve mm-hmm. to be wasted all weekend and partying right. and that right. was it's me. gift it was my gift <laughs> and you know i'd go on like these these cleanses and I'd be like, Oh, I'm not going to drink for like 21 days. And then I, (laughs) I made it through and then, you know, it was like balls to the wall after that. So, um, it was just a really, it it was never, I was never a normal drinker is what I'm trying to get Mm -hmm. at. Never. And, um, then I'd say the last probably, Six years of my life, it became all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there
2: was no more control. What's that? There was no more control. There was
3: no more control. <laughs> I didn't want to control. Uh-huh. It was like I was. Um, right. I I was just like, oh, I've had a shitty day. You know, work sucked. My kids are driving me nuts. My husband and I got in a fight. Like. I'm gonna have some wine and then the next thing I know I down to the whole bottle and I'm opening up another one and it's like you know nine o'clock at night and then everybody goes to bed and I'm still up by myself you know drinking mm-hmm. alone and listening to music and you know in my own thoughts and then finally it turned into I drank so much last night, I got no sleep, that the only thing that's going to make me feel better is if I have the hair of the dog. And Mm -hmm. so then I would (laughs) hit a shot of vodka in the morning, and then I would drink all day, and I'd still try to do my job and still try to parent, and I'd still drive my kids around while I was fucking trashed, taking them Mm -hmm. to their practices and their you know, their activities, and um, I was just like a shell of existence. I, I, alcohol made me insane in my thinking, in how I, I perceived people, how, you know, like how I showed myself to the world. Mm-hmm. It was i struggle with depression and anxiety innately anyway and you know when you're taking those drugs for that and then drinking on them that is a very dangerous game and um it got so bad i mean i was just drunk all the time i was hiding vodka in different areas of my home so my husband didn't know because he used to he would get upset and, um, sure. yeah, of course. And, you know, like I can't cook <laughs> dinner because I'm too trashed. I can't get out of bed. Um, you know, just, I could, the list goes on and on. I was just, it was awful. And, um, the last day I drank was December 7th of 2020.
2: So we were living for me.
3: Yes. <laughs> it, <Yeah>. it, um, uh, <laughs> It was terrible it I didn't know it was my last day um, right I
2: we generally don't
3: yeah we we generally don't like I didn't plan it I didn't even consider it like going into AA or anything um, you know I, I can go into as much details as, as you want but the bottom line is I was so drunk I couldn't walk and i was with my family we were looking at holiday lights and um i couldn't get out of the car and i when i did get out of the car i fell and i got inside my house and i have this like buddha statue by the door and i fell. it's like a metal like buddha statue and i fell Mm -hmm. into it and crashed a bunch of furniture um And then I passed out and my husband took a picture of me and he gathered my children, our children, and he left. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up, I had a text message on my phone of the picture of me passed out and it said, I can't fucking do this anymore. Either Either you get help or you get out. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I didn't remember any of this. I didn't remember what I did. I still don't. Um, So I, in my stupor of self-pity and, you know, drunkenness, I packed up a bag and I left my house and I stayed at a hotel room. And I just, I fucking just. I cried, I cried all fucking day. Sorry I'm crying now, because I haven't told this in a long time, but uh, I wanted to die. I even thought about, Mm -hmm. I had enough, um, I don't sleep very well, so I have sleeping medication, and Mm -hmm. I even thought about just swallowing the whole bottle and just, boom, I'm done. Like, I didn't, my family, hated me (laughs) I didn't have I had like abandoned my friends and my support system Mm -hmm. all I gave a shit about was myself and the drinking and um right I I uh I just spent a day in the hotel room in the bed just like contemplating all this stuff and finally I started thinking about my kids and how horrible that would be if I had actually done that and Probably. i would destroy their lives forever so um i had a a work acquaintance that is always very vocal about her her sobriety and and aa and mm-hmm. and so i i called her and i was like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do and at the time it was like those zoom meetings you know so um
1: mm-hmm.
3: She got me. She's like, I'm finding us a Zoom meeting and I'm like, okay, you know, what what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like I don't know what that right. is. And so she she got her and I got on this Zoom meeting and I kid you not, everyone was like 22 or 23 years old on this meeting. And mm. I'm not that age my right. I've been I've been drinking longer than you guys have been alive so exactly I <laughs> I couldn't relate um I think about them now and I hope they're all still sober and I think that they're the lucky ones that mm-hmm. addressed it then because I was I was 42 almost 43 when I realized that I was a hot mess so um right. You know, and then I I called my husband and told him I was going into AA. And, of course, they all wanted me to go home. And my kids were crying and, like, where's mom? And scared. I mean, just terrible. It it makes me sick thinking of what I put them through when they didn't know where I was. Um, And so I called Denver Central Office the next day. Mm. And... uh, yeah, so that was my my rock bottom. I never got in trouble. I never got arrested. I never got a DUI. I didn't get fired from a job. Um, I guess people say that's a functional alcoholic, but I was teetering on getting busted if I, right. if I didn't stop when I did, so mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and you know one of
0: right. the one of the things they say the and Mike and I have talked about the the bottom you know for uh, plenty of times on here, but also you know in general and you know it's a, one of our sponsors told us that uh, we heard it the beating whatever it was it's a you know bo- your bottom is just when you stop digging you know yeah you don't have to you don't have to lose everything you don't have to be homeless you don't have to do all that right although we know people um, I mean Mike and I had different you know and air quotes Mike different bottoms you know right. Um, <laughs> I think we were both <laughs> that's a, that's a horrible event. Yes. You... <laughs> By the way, Mike, I liked your bottom.
3: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let's step back. Yes. I'm not gonna edit that. That's gonna stay in okay. there anyhow. Mike and I both had different low points. How's mm-hmm. that? Is that better? Yes, we did. Okay, yes. yes. But um but we were still both in trouble in this and that. He was at a different level than I was. He went through different shit. But it doesn't matter. We know people who had ended up in prison. We know people who had mm-hmm. seventeen thousand DUIs. None of that really matters, right, Mike? I mean, it just whatever no. brings you there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you like you said, when you stop digging.
3: When you stop digging, absolutely. So, um, I I got a sponsor, and you know, she took me to. My first AA meeting, they had like just opened up in person in this particular mm-hmm. meeting, and it wasn't that far from my house. And I started going, and you know, just oh, I was it was like I was in this ball <laughs> of despair, you know, just like I was crying every meeting, and you know, I just. I never felt so alone in my life. And I'm a loner by nature. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. I've
3: always felt like I'm just here by myself, even being surrounded. I have wonderful people in my life, but Mm -hmm. it's just me. Um, But I really just felt like nothing. And I do not ever want to feel like that again. And that is... One of the reasons, not like the biggest reason I stay sober is because of my family and my children. And mm-hmm. now, and but I, I do it for myself because I'm better than that. And I know that I am, right. and everybody who's struggling with alcoholism is better than alcohol and doesn't need to live in that cycle anymore. If they don't want right. to
2: mm-hmm. yeah we, we heard it over and over again you don't have to live that way yeah anymore. you
3: don't have to live that way anymore and um you know i i got i got to a point in aa with my first sponsor where you know we got we got stuck at step four. I know you're so surprised, right? <laughs> wait, so. Wait, 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 we've never we've never both yeah. got yeah. stuck at step four. You,
2: you wait, you both got stuck
3: at step four, or you no, got, stuck
2: four? got
3: stuck at step four? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I got stuck at step four because make
3: sure. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck she wanted me to do. Like I would I mm-hmm. would write these the, my resentments and you know like the list and all that crap and right you know it, um, and I'm not saying anything bad against her, but I wasn't doing it the way she did. And mm-hmm. um, I think we just kind of butted heads with that. And I, I thanked her. I was like, thank you so much for bringing me to this step. But I can't move forward because I don't understand. And mm-hmm. um, and I know that's probably very looked down on with the AA folk. Mm-hmm. But that's where I was. I mean, However. It, yeah, I mean,
2: if a sponsor is not showing you how to do the step, and you know, when you can't do it the way they're showing you how to do it. Find another sponsor. Right. Right.
3: So I, I, um, you know, it was almost like I kind of felt like she wasn't doing what she wanted me to do, and mm. she was getting mad at me for that. And mm. I don't, I don't do that. So um, <laughs> we broke up. <laughs> but you oh. know, I <laughs> wish her love and light. She might even be listening to this one day. I have no idea. Um, and she was a great lady, but I just got stuck, and so
1: mm-hmm.
3: after this happened, you know, I went online and I was like, "AA is so abusive, and <laughs> fuck this religion shit. It's all a cult." You know, you can right. you can <laughs> go down a rabbit hole about how horrible AA is if you want to. Oh yeah, um, sure but for whatever reason and i guess it's that higher power everybody talks about i i found mm-hmm. myself a women's only meeting and i went there by myself and it was life-changing for me mm-hmm. um you know women heal women mm-hmm. um right and i found some really wonderful ladies in this group and i found my current sponsor in this group and we got through the steps and we're actually doing them again now and um it's i have a totally different perspective perception of aa than i did at the very beginning
2: well that's good uh, so do i yes yes
3: <laughs> and i i'm not a religious person i was I grew up with religion and it was like a fearful, shameful type of mm-hmm. situation. And I never, that always just rubbed me the wrong way. And right. like the rules and, Oh, I'm going to go to hell because I had sex before I got mm-hmm. married, you know, like, fuck off. <laughs> um, <Right. laughs> uh, you know, like if I'm, if I try to be a nice person and I'm going to hell for that, like I, then I want to go to hell. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And st- they have more fun. They have more fun in hell. Exactly. Sex before marriage. Right. Exactly. <laughs>
3: That's just one example that I could think of <laughs> the top of my head. And I'm, I'm certain my parents aren't very happy with that decision, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it is what feels right to me. And the God in quotes, I, the higher power of existence is what it is for me, mm-hmm. and right. um, you know Mike, you said one time that you had to i can't remember what words you said, but you changed the God word to something else, like in the prayers, oh,
2: yeah, I lower the g and add no yes
3: good. <laughs> yeah, good, yes, yes, and <laughs> and what I did is I tried to think of something that was so special that. It mm-hmm. it felt like um it was like a higher level of existence and that's the love I have for my children. And so like yeah. when I was praying, instead of saying, God, you know, it's like love, grant me the serenity, yeah. you know, blah da 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 yeah. da da. And that just kind of resonated more with me than the whole mm-hmm. God thing and
2: Oh, absolutely. That was my first breakthrough with the higher power. Thing. Yes. Um, I, I've got a granddaughter and she was, uh, two years old at the time. And that look that she gave me <laughs> was a power greater than myself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. love. Yes. Yeah. I, and to this day, to this day when they're all doing the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. good for yep. them, um, I sing the Beatles, all you need is
3: love <laughs> in my head. I love that because yep. I, I do find myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, Gretchen, you know this prayer. It doesn't mean that you're, right. uh, you know, back in the mm-hmm. the Lutheran religion yep. again if I just fucking say it, <laughs> yeah. you know. But sometimes right. I just, I can't say it and I just, I try to think of like good vibes coming out of me. Mm-hmm. So um,
2: Right, yeah. The only line I say is they will be done. (laughs) Yeah, the rest of it, the
0: rest of it, I don't do. Yeah,
3: fuck it, (laughs) fuck it, you know. (laughs) And you know
0: what's you know what's funny too is it works for somebody else. Yes, exactly,
3: exactly. Yep.
0: And and Mike, right off the bat, you he say he's been doing that with the Lord's prayer, with "I will be done" the entire time, and it's fun because mm-hmm. you know he and I went to a, a ton of meetings together, and whenever I'm back there, we still do, and when we're right. we're always standing next to each other during the Lord's prayer, and and now it's. It's actually important to me. I, I like to hear that because I know what that means to him. You yes. Know? Oh, you know, So, yes. um, because I, I know the backstory to it. But but the whole thing there, like this morning, Mike, uh, and I don't know if you, I don't remember what was in the 24-hour book, but it was full of fucking God this morning. And I'm just like, oh, my God. He's like, you oh, know? my God. This is too much God. The, and, and the thing of it is, and, and he and I talk about that, is that once he told me that, which was what? I mean, three, four months ago? Because you said it on here about the good thing. Um Right. You know, and I—I I re- I'll read God a couple of times. I'm like, this is too fucking much, and I'm like, yeah. good, or I'll blank it out, or whatever I do. You know, but there's certain—it's weird though. There's certain times that I'll say God when I say the Serenity Prayer. I always do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, and then in certain other areas, I'll—I'll I'll say it. Like in part of my prayers, I'll say it because uh, well, that's because I, yeah, I do the Serenity Prayer in my prayer in my prayers. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I mean, uh, Mike's an atheist. Mm-hmm. I'm at best. At best, I'm agnostic, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, but I had no problem with organized religion. It just, I wasn't around it. I wasn't grown, you know, we didn't, I didn't have that, I don't know, that, whatever you call it, that whole backbone of it. So I'm like, eh, you know, finding a higher power was weird, Yeah, you know, but, um, once i found it and, and mike's whole story i mean he used again the granddaughter the peagles. right right <laughs> you yep. know the right. the word love and all that stuff it doesn't matter you know and and we told that story about that guy at founders day that was clearly from the middle east they do yes, not believe in our right. they don't believe in our god yes. and that dude that dude had been sober for like 15 fucking years Absolutely. you know so yep. so that's the thing you know and it, first of all i'm i'm glad that you we have so many female friends. And I mean a ton of female mm-hmm. friends in Cleveland that are sober. And we've mentioned there's an individual that sponsors a ton of them, you know. Right. And she's wonderful. And all of our friends are fabulous, you know. But they, they got their start in a women's meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, we got our right. start We got our start in men's meetings, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So it, we didn't like it necessarily. It's like we're on a bunch of dudes. Right. But, you know, it is right. what it is, you know.
3: It's um... – It's special. And this meeting I go to in particular, I have a weird work schedule. Um, I, I used to work evenings and then I had found this women's meeting. It's like Tuesday at noon. And then they switched me back to daytime. And I was like, you know, I told my work, like I found this AA meeting and I can't give it up. Like, can we figure something else out because it was just Mm -hmm. it's too special for me to be around these women um so yeah and and i was just gonna say when we were talking about the whole god thing it's like i i feel like that's one of the reasons why people get put off by the aa program Sure. Because they think it's religious and it really is not. But if you go into the wrong meeting and they're talking about mm-hmm. it like that, then you're like, fuck this. You know, like, I don't want to be here. This is not me. And and it it's not it's the spiritual program, you know. Mm -hmm. How to not be an you know be a good person. Don't be evil, you know, like all the things. Don't be an asshole. asshole. Yeah, like you know, like find your inner strength every day, and and you know, cultivate this life where you're not having to apologize for your behavior all the time. Um, so yeah, so that, that was, that's my AA deal. And, um, I, I'm very, I'm a very regimented person. So like, I'm, I'm always on like a routine and, Mm -hmm. um, so that is part of my routine. And I know I want to go to more meetings, but it just never fits in my life very well. Just with my, my kids are, still school age so i gotta drive their asses around everywhere and make (laughs) you know make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and i gotta take care of my house and i gotta make sure my husband's doing good and you know blah 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 so (laughs) um but i but that's something i always do every tuesday is go to that meeting so
2: right yeah Yeah, you know i mean uh, meetings meetings are important in the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you need to surround yourself with people who are trying to do the same thing. You are, but yeah, you know, but once you get that routine, you start working the program in your everyday Mm -hmm. life. Um, yeah. You know, you don't, I don't want to sit in a church basement for the rest of my life. (laughs) I want to live my life.
3: Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm the same way. I, I go to my home group every week and that's, pretty much the meeting I go to that's I don't go to many meetings right. anymore. um I don't you know meetings are great but I again I'm living my life I'm working the program on a daily yes. basis I don't need even sit, sit room. right
3: absolutely that's that's how I kind of feel about it too but you know that that being yeah. said I want to help somebody like if there's somebody that comes in and I mm-hmm. something I say in the meeting like touches them or they are like Oh, you know that, whatever that lady's saying is super cool. I want to talk to her. You know, I wanna, I wanna put myself mm-hmm. out there for that. Um, oh, absolutely. We yeah. have to be available. Yes. to Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because yeah. you know, it's just, it's important. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So that's my AA story. That's how I stay sober. I also, um, when I when I first quit, I I also am one of those persons. Persons, people, whatever, humans, that, that
1: mm-hmm.
3: likes to know why for everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, I know. Yeah, Mike knows nothing. Mike knows nothing about that. Hanging around me for twenty oh years. Oh my god! I, uh, I a, do the why. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking why yes, person. Yes, like fucking. You've listened enough. You know
3: why? Yeah. <laughs> why does the alcohol make me do this stuff? Why are can other people <laughs> hold it? And so. I actually did a lot of research, like about what alcohol does to the your central nervous system, and it's Mm -hmm. really fucking scary. And (laughs) you know, like the wet brain. You know, you abuse it too Uh long, you can get wet brain, and you can get that that where you have alcohol belly and have all that fluid, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in you, and just all this really nasty shit that alcohol does, and it's. It's like, why the fuck is this shit available at every street corner? (laughs) Like, this is the gateway drug. Like, weed's Mm -hmm. not the gateway drug. Booze is. Because every time I did drugs, I had booze with me, too. Oh, sure. So... Right.
2: Well, George Carlin said, mother's milk is the gateway drug. It leads to everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I have. I can not know. I've never heard that before. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> love, love uh, George Carlin. Um, yep.
3: uh-huh. Yeah. So that's just, that's just kind of my, my deal. And so like at the beginning, I, I treated myself like I was sick. So I only mm-hmm. did what I had to do. And at that time, the only thing I had to do was p- take my kids to school, pick my kids up from school and work my job at night and Mm -hmm. I worked from home so that was really helpful and then the rest of the time I laid in bed and I I watched Netflix and you know I just treated myself like I was a sick person because I was sick I was sick with alcohol poisoning and Mm -hmm. and you know the people try to get sober. I'm on like Facebook groups, sobriety, Facebook groups. And I see a lot of people posting like, Oh, I made it four days. And then, you know, I felt better. So then I started drinking again and now I'm back to where <laughs> I felt again and I'm not making fun of them. I get it. Right. You know, but you have to give yourself more than four days. And if you have, if you mm. abused alcohol for as long as, as we did, you're sick and your body doesn't know how to work without processing it first. And it's going to take a while. It took me like three solid months to feel like a normal mm-hmm. human being again.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I still had tremors in my hand six months after I stopped working. Yeah, drinking.
3: yeah. I yeah. just, that yeah. cloud and that fog, mm-hmm. it was just always there. And, and it takes a while. And then you have to do the work to yes, you got to do. do the work to be happy. And right. not only is AA a wonderful program to do the work, but I also got a therapist. And I mm-hmm. went to him like the first male therapist I'd ever been to and I was like I'm not going to fucking lie to this guy cuz I'd gone to therapists before and I'd fucking lie to them. So they right. you know, so I could I'd manipulate the story to make it seem like I was justified and the shit that I did. Right. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, it wasn't my fucking fault. You know, like these people made me do this. And that's um, right. I, if, I didn't.
0: If everyone else would just do what I yes, said. If fine. everyone just
3: did what yep. I said, everything would be fine and uh, everyone's yep. lives would be great. And that's. Well, of course. That, that was one of the problems. Bullshit. It's total. Yeah. It's, it's fucking bullshit. Yep. And, um, You know, I I still obviously I I can still want to have control and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that crap. And it's like when I get too wrapped up in that, that's when that's when shit starts going wrong. And I get right. You know, I'm upset in my head or I'm having a bad day or whatever. And. Yeah. so it's it's working the program is what makes you happy and and i'm just a mm-hmm. huge believer in aa i know there's other stuff out there like smart recovery and right. you know but but i even feel like those are spiritual programs too when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it so
2: exactly yeah. exactly there's there's basically one solution mm-hmm. you know it's, it's stop being an asshole yes. do the next right, right. thing stop hurting the people around you so you don't have that shame and that guilt that you have to cover up and yeah it's all absolutely right that's the solution right
0: well and you know the the control thing too and so two things, and Mike usually always laughs when I say this, but uh, you've you've listened to enough of our episodes. I am an egotist, and you know, I mean, I don't have mm-hmm. to tell him that, <laughs> you know. But so, um, but to this day, I'm still an egotist. I still want to control things. I'm still anxious. I still want to manipulate things. Mm-hmm. And you know, he has been, um, I, I'd say, easily out of anyone. And I've said this before. I mean, I will take whatever he tells me for fact. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know he's not going to lie to me. He's got no reason to lie to me. Unless he's drinking. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> if he's drinking, he's going to lie to me. He's going to take all my shit and sell it. So, I, I mean. That's right. And, and we joke about that, but we also know it's the truth, you know? So, yep. there's, there's no reason for me to, um or any of the close people in our group, but him specifically. So... There are a lot of times when he's just said to me, "He's like, what the fuck, man?" <laughs> or you know, literally, he sees he doesn't sugarcoat it, but he's like, "You're doing this, or you're not doing mm-hmm. that. Do this," mm-hmm. and I I don't ever take it wrong. You yeah, know? and and that's say that's something that. Who knows? Who knows why we were put together and all this different stuff and we've joked about it that the universe put us together. But you know, I think it's hugely important that's the the and it's not just him and it's not just him and I that the people that we were fortunate enough because I never felt like um, and I heard I heard enough about AA, my dad was in it and all that stuff. So I heard enough about the cult ish. You Oh, no. You can't hear me? Bill, can you hear you me? Let's go. Shit, You still connected. There you are. Maybe. Hello? There you, you are. Cut out. Well, that was weird. Did I really? Yeah. That was, yeah. God damn, that was weird. Unless uh only thing I can figure, unless we lost internet access here for a minute. So what's the last thing I what's the last thing I mumbled? Just <laughs> I don't about know. Yeah, <laughs> mean, just no.
3: about how Mike sets you straight whenever you're getting too into the controlling. Yeah,
0: well, in the, the whole cultish part of it, I mean, it's the, the people, too. I heard plenty of, you know, horror stories about AA, but we never experienced that because the people who, thankfully, we were dealing with didn't deal with us that way. Right. You know, they, right. presented, they presented AA in such a positive way in the way that it should be presented. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, mm-hmm. like you said, it's not for everyone. We don't care. You know, even when we first started doing this, um, I wasn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how... How much we should talk about AA because I'm like, are we going to alienate people? And then when Mike told his story, which was episode Mm -hmm. three basically, the first long episode that we had he talked Mm -hmm. a lot about AA and the big book. And then in my head, I'm like, fuck it, man. Yeah. If people don't want to listen, we're getting our thing for us. If this helps people, awesome. We're not pushing it though. You know, I mean, if somebody wants to get sober, I don't know, sitting under a a tree every day. Right. You know, mm-hmm. go sit under a fucking tree. I don't right. care. You exactly. Know? <laughs> go sit under a tree.
3: We don't fucking yeah. care. We're just sharing how we did it <laughs> and how the benefits of it. And I I also think it's great because then you're actually sitting with people who are, del- you know, on purpose. They're not drinking. So you're not right, alone. Right. You know, like there are other people that are purposely right. not drinking just like you are. And that's big. Mm -hmm. In this fucking culture where everybody drinks and everybody's like, oh, I had a bad day. I need wine. Oh, you know, like I was telling you the reasons why I drink, you know, my family is driving me insane. My, you know, something bad happened in the world. You know, I just always had an excuse and that's kind of how alcohol is, is marketed and, and, um. You know, it's like, yeah, have a good time, right. or yeah, have it to unwind and relax. Maybe, maybe if you want to relax, like go sit under a fucking tree.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Right. Go spend time yeah. with your kids. Go, go, pet. go, pet your dog. You've got a dog. Go pet exactly. your dog, right? You know, anything like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Take a drive. Take a drive. Listen to music. I mean, absolutely. But see, but that's the thing in that um I mean alcohol and, and drinking is so, so much part of society. I mean, neither Mike nor I blame either our upbringing or any past mm-hmm. trauma. We we didn't we don't feel like we went into, through anything like that. Um, you know, but it was just a matter of this is this is how we were born, built and wired and this is what we did. Um mm-hmm. I mean and and once again we were taught, am I happy I'm an alcoholic? Fuck no. But what I am happy about is that I know the solution and I'm involved, you know, and what more can I ask? And there was something in one of the readings I posted the other day, uh, you know, from one of the morning readings talked about, we actually have, this might even been today, we actually have a disease that we, that we can manage Mm -hmm. and all we Mm -hmm. have to do. And I, and again, I, kind of blah, blah this, but okay. So we don't drink, but you know, go to a couple of meetings, read a couple of fucking books (laughs) and be nice and and be be nice nice to people. And that's all I have to do to get rid of my disease for today, right? That's my maintenance, Right. Mike. That's my maintenance yep. every right. day. You know? Right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
3: and um, I, <laughs> I had to say this before I forget, but one of the episodes, <laughs> I think you guys were talking to your sister, Bill, and oh, sure. you said that, like, if, or Mike said that if... If you drank again, he would just tell you to go fucking drive off a cliff and die. And <laughs> well, I, that was I was laughing so hard. And I know people are probably like, <laughs> that's, that, it can be upsetting. But I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. like, yes, if you go, if I go drinking again, I might as well just, you know, lay down in traffic.
2: Right. Well, Well, exactly, and that's what I had to point out in the following episode. (laughs) We know each other; we have a relationship. I wouldn't do that to a newcomer. Yes, you know, right? Right. Right. But but I'm absolutely serious. If if and I would expect it from Bill too. You know, I. At this point, where we know the solution, we're, we've been working the solution for a dozen years, and we decide to say fuck it and give it all up. Yeah, I need to go kill right. myself. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys
3: are brothers yep. from another mother. So, yeah. Are. So, I mean, I just, I don't know why that popped in my head, but it did. So, I, I just had to say <laughs> that because I really, I was laughing, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like,
0: <sighs> well, it was. It was funny, but it was also that was the first time the bike ever ever apologized for something I that he know, said. On here he I even, know. Here he didn't even apologize. Qualified, kind of qualified it. But but here's yeah, the I, thing. I didn't apologize. <laughs> I qualified. You, qual- you qualified. Best. That's why I took that. So I took that back. You qualified. Totally. But here's how. Here's how we explained it though is that we operate when it comes to this in our sobriety, which is gonna may sound weird, but we basically operate as one one person, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we, we think alike, we understand each other, and you know, he can again he can think for me, he could speak for me, and I could do the same for him. And we mm-hmm. have that understanding. Again, like he just said, we would not walk up to <laughs> a newcomer at the meeting. <laughs> Who had just relapsed and said, "Dude, go yeah, fucking kill yourself, and yourself man!" Kill it's not—we <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that. So again, oh we're going gonna, we're gonna, to we're gonna qualify that. I have the right to say that to Mike. Mike has earned the right to say that to me. That's totally. it. Totally, right. totally. Well, <laughs> That's- and,
2: and, and quite frankly, a newcomer—if I did have some sort of relationship with him and he did relapse, I would point blank look at him, <laughs> and say, dude. You know, yeah. you want to keep. No, I would I would point out to him that he's hurting the people around him because that, that's one of my big things, man. The big fucking lie that we tell ourselves that we're not hurting anybody right. but ourselves kills uh, me. Yep. Right. So I will point out to them that, look, you know, fine. You, you want to go get loaded. You want to make yourself feel good. I understand yep. that. I understand that real yep. fucking well. But, but. You're hurting the people around you, and you gotta fucking stop doing that. Stop doing that, and if it takes just stopping everything, well,
3: yep, absolutely. <laughs> then you know. that's then fucking do it. So yeah. I'm sorry, right, right. that's terrible. You might have to put a dis- <laughs> you might have to put a disclaimer at the beginning no, of this one and, now and because I mean, of my talk. Yeah, you <laughs> about,
2: and you talked about you know you talked about. Um, you know when you were at your bottom and you were looking at that bottle of pills. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. all done it. You know, when we were when we're all in that state. We think about that easy out. You know, and um, um, <laughs> we actually, uh, Bill brought up Mark Maron. Um He had uh, uh, Jeff Stahl. Jeff, ah, shit, I can't remember his name. Jerry Stahl, who is a writer. And he had a great line about suicide. He's uh, got 30 years in this program, and he's got a great line about suicide. He said, yeah, it's always an option. Unfortunately, our blood splatters on the
3: living. Oh, yes. That is good. Right? That is good. <laughs> right? that, that is good. Yeah. And so true.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. On a much more <laughs>
2: – So let's not a... do that. So let's not do that. Let's work yes. the program and be good people and not hurt people around us. So
3: we don't have to <laughs> kill Mike, ourselves. I just, yeah, just
0: look down. That's the easier stuff. Totally. Way. <laughs> totally. I just
3: looked down at the screen and Mike's name is fuckhead. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> you didn't <laughs> so see that I right, didn't right away? Do not know right himself right. be true.
3: So great. <laughs> oh great. Yeah, you guys so, are awesome. So just so...
0: <laughs> just so everyone knows that I should I should actually just take a screenshot of this, and it doesn't really matter. But so um we, we use Riverside FM and I, I'm gonna say their name again in, in confidence uh-huh. now because we've been using them for what six, seven, seven episodes, eight episodes, whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. Um and they haven't failed us. We've we failed on a couple of things, but yeah. um, Riverside <laughs> FM has not failed us, so Riverside right. FM for all your recording needs.
3: They are <laughs> but, spectacular. You guys sound no, it's a lot. cool a lot better with that oh, so yeah.
0: Oh, huge! But so, so we get a we get a, like a little recording studio on a screen, and it's kind of like a Zoom Zoom meeting ish, where you can put your name on there. So every every time when we've been doing this, Mike's been signing in as, and it does it says "fuckhead." So mm-hmm. that's his – and that's a, that's how I greeted him when he popped on. I'm like, "Hey, what's up, fuckhead?" And he's like, "Nothing much."
3: I love that, and now I love I will love listening to these and knowing that's what's happening. So oh, every time. <laughs>
0: Every And it's been for every episode. And again, I think it was, I think 23. So it's, so what, eight, nine episodes. So it's been, great. Yeah. You guys are yep. hilarious. Yep. I love it.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> I went way <laughs> off topic. We were talking
0: about suicide. No, and then
3: I'm like, ah, makes Fuck it.
0: Okay, so... <laughs> You've listened to this. You know, know that's what we do. I know. Right. Yeah, we're like we're like a couple of we're like a couple of fucking right. squirrels. You know, it's like wait a second. You know, I'm... We talk about we talk. We were talking about some deep subject one night, and then all of a sudden it turned into a toilet conversation. <laughs> Literally within like three minutes, and I'm like, how the fuck did we get there? <laughs>
1: oh, I love it.
0: It's so good. But so, so here's the, here's the other thing. And this is the funny part um, that this, and I know you're joking about a little bit, Gretchen, but you know, she kept, she kept saying how nervous she was. She's like, (laughs) well, you might have to, what if you have to edit something? What if you do this? What do you I'm like, I'm like, I promise you. I said, you will not be nervous. You've heard us. Just have a conversation. So have you been nervous through the entire 52 minutes we've been recording?
3: You guys have made me feel so at ease, but, but you have to understand, like you guys, in- I don't have to
0: understand <laughs> anything. Well, I don't have to. Please. Don't, don't tell right, me what they do. Sorry. <laughs> um, you're not, you're not the, know, the boss right? of me. <laughs>
3: Please try to put yourself in my shoes. I listen to you guys all the time, so you're like kind of famous to me. You're like, oh my nah. God. Like, I'm that was, talking.
0: That was the next I'm thing. I'm talking to these That was the next thing I was going to yes, bring up. I'm like, I'm
3: talking to these guys that I've been listening to for like <laughs> a couple months now, and like, I'm actually talking to them <laughs> now in real yep. life. Yep.
0: You know what? We're just a couple of drunks just like you. I know, but
3: still, you guys are famous.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what she said the one time of one of our one of the posts. She said famous. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And then when we got the uh, the invite to, to get on with Eric on on unfuck yourself. By the way, yeah, that was we had a great time with him. And then mm-hmm. we had the second we got the second invite too. And I think you said something about that again. See, famous. famous. Yes, exactly. <laughs> see, now, here's the thing. If if we if we get invited on to oh let's say Mark Marin or something like that, I'll accept right. famous then. Then yeah. just <laughs> just don't forget about your peasly little
3: friends that helped helped you at the beginning. Wait. Wait, what's your name again? Who is this? I was actually gonna tell you guys Is anyone still there? Hello. I was actually gonna tell you guys to call me G because that's what my friends call me. So not Okay, what's well, up? Sup, sup G. G. Exactly. I am I am G <laughs> to my loved ones and people that I'm close to, so please.
0: Okay. So I, Mike, just so you know, I, I kind of feel something about a title in there with G. So I don't know. All right. I, I'll
1: work I, on I it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not
0: going to tell you what to do. Well, you know, Mike is, Mike is the one that uh, I don't want to say in charge of he's, he's taken over the title yes. and the picture on every, on every episode, which is fun because the, and like I said, the only one that, that I, uh, that I even, you know, I, again, didn't demand, but it turned out to be perfect was the, um, the Grim Reaper uh, Cheesehead one for when when he was <laughs> right. in Wisconsin, but right? but he had the that was the episode, the Cheesehead yes. Chronicles. So just right. <laughs> His his episode titles they make me laugh every time because it's like when once we get done with this I start doing some of the some of the things I have to do and I got to tell you something real quick on this mic in a second but and then I sit here literally I like a like a thirteen year old girl and I wait for my <laughs> phone to buzz to see so I can see what's the picture and what's the name of the episode I'm just like because I laugh oh my every god, time god I can't wait no shit out. Out fucking loud, I laugh every single time, but so the uh, Mike, obviously, you know our whole intro, Gretchen. G. it's I'm okay. Sorry, G? So, G? I will respond to many yep. things. it's okay, I just did I just did gang symbols when yeah, totally G, so, that's know. what a lot of people <laughs> <That's> do <what laughs> <at all.
1: laughs>
0: but but so, um with our intro and stuff like that, so each one of those sound bites is you know taken from Mm -hmm. an episode and then each one of those beeps in between is an individual thing you have to you know place in the episode so i did that i did that for 30 fucking episodes okay no 29 i'm sorry and um finally i got to the point there's this other piece of software now that i have to use to cut these episodes up because these record better so they're bigger so i gotta cut them up to to post them and then i start thinking about i'm like hmm I wonder if I could use that same software that I used to cut it to blend all this shit together into one file. <laughs> so so after after 29 episodes, we now have one file, so I don't have to spend, I don't have to put in like 20 different items. Uh, yes, every, <laughs> every time. time I, every time I do the intro. Again, I sometimes slowly. Right. That's all it is, you know. Mm-hmm. The computer wizardry is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean all of this stuff too is just uh, these these things. Um, we had no idea what we were doing. We still don't, you know. But we just right. have a we have a slightly better handle on on things. But but I'm not kidding you. It's like again seven months and twenty nine episodes for me to figure out that I could use a piece of software to put this mm-hmm. in one file so I can go click click rather than click drag right. click drag click drag click drag click
3: drag. <laughs> well, so you stupid. guys are killing it, and then things get easier <laughs> as they go and that's a good sign and right
2: it's yeah, absolutely kind exactly,
3: of like sobriety exactly exactly <laughs> it gets easier as you go
0: yep so, so what do you um in speaking of that though what do you think has been um it just just popped into my head when you said easier what was your uh, Let's say biggest challenge so far, because I mean you're basically a year and nine months. So right, right?
3: I'm like 22 months almost.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, beginning. Okay, so in that time frame, what was the hardest time for you? Like kind of once you once you got your feet Mm -hmm. under you a little bit after those few months. (laughs) What's been the hardest time? The for
3: you? hardest time for me was the social thing because, you know, mm-hmm. again, I'm like, keep quoting Mike in everything that I say, but you, you said, in, <laughs> well, he's, he's, God. I know, right. Um, he's like, <laughs> he said in, in one episode, <laughs> it's like people expected me to be, you know, having drinks and coming over with the Mm -hmm. case of beer and the couple bottles of wine and, you know, blah, blah, blah. That was, that was how people knew me. And, you know, I've, I've also, I'm glad because I still feel like I still have my same personality. It's just better because I'm kind of witty and, you know, the sarcastic humor and blah, 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 whatever. But people put me together with, a good time, you know, like drinking and partying. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that if I was going to do this, I needed to be honest with everybody in my fucking life. Mm -hmm. And I told my, my, I've got a solid group of girlfriends from college, you know, like I've got, I told my work, um, I told my family, uh, you know just everybody because I didn't want it when you tell somebody you're an alcoholic and you're sober there's no like oh right. come on let's just have one or you'll be okay with one <laughs> it's like no
0: I'm sure. fucking
3: sober and I'm in recovery don't even you know no if ands or buts and mm-hmm. but what I had to do was I kind of had to hide away from the world for a while and for me that was a good nine months so it's like um Mm -hmm. i wasn't doing anything i was staying at home with my family which i should have been doing anyway but i wasn't seeing any friends i wasn't going out you you know, to dinner. I wasn't like, I didn't want to see anyone or be around anyone because I didn't even know who I was. And, and that just took, that took me a long fucking time. I still don't know who the hell I am, you know, but I'm, I'm Mm. working at it and I'm learning every day and I feel stronger every day, even when shit sucks. And I've had some sucky shit happen since I've been sober (laughs) too. But I mean, I am so grateful that I'm not pouring, the booze on top of it because I can deal with it. I can process it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but but that was the hardest for me. And I think that's also where people can get really stuck because they want to be, they want to be sober, but their lifestyles and the lives they lead, they're required to be, or they want to be around other people. And those other people are boozing, you know? Right, right.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. You want to, <laughs> right. I mean, there are people that they get sobered, they, but they still want right. to go to the bar because that was their life. That was their, yeah. yeah. Thankfully um, that wasn't a problem for me because I was sitting in a room right. by myself. Exactly. Always. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so I,
1: I wouldn't
3: say I'm glad I did it that way, but you know, like when I have to explain it to people mm-hmm. now, like where were, why didn't you reach out when you were going through all this? And it's like, because I, I didn't know what to do because I was rebuilding myself and I didn't know, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel strong. I didn't feel comfortable in my skin. And so now I have actually had to be in a couple situations. Like I, one of my friends is getting married actually tomorrow and she had a bachelorette party and I had to go, you know, I went to that and everybody's getting fucked up and stuff. And here's me with my water and, whatnot Mm
1: -hmm. but
3: (laughs) you know and i i there was a certain time where i was like i i gotta get out of here like i gotta go home and yeah and that's just what i do now i like i hang out until it's time to fucking go and like the the great thing about it though since i tell people is they understand so when i look over and i'm like Mm -hmm. it's you know everybody's talking in circles and you know I can tell everybody's tying one on so this this lady needs to go home and get in bed
2: absolutely yeah and, and I mean <laughs> you know that's that's where the fellowship of mm-hmm. AA comes in right you said your 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 regular friends your right. army friends asked asked why you didn't reach out to them because there's not a goddamn not thing, a they goddamn can do for thing. You. Right, yeah, that's you need another drunk to help you through this. Yeah, they, you know, a normal person doesn't understand it. They cannot cannot help help you,
3: you and they don't understand. And absolutely, one hundred percent. And you know, I I did have a couple friends say some fucked up shit, like when I when Mm. I told them I was sober, like you know I didn't know you were that Mm -hmm. bad, and. And and I'm like, well how the fuck would you know? Are you in my daily life? Do you right. see me every day? No. Like I talk to you maybe once a month. Yeah. Like how would you know?
2: And I and I yeah, and I worked really fucking hard. Yes, so you and I worked know. real fucking
3: hard to make sure <laughs> you didn't know. So I I right. that was probably the hardest part for me. And then just kind of mm-hmm. you know, how to to navigate myself in those situations or, you know, mm-hmm. like tomorrow I know it's going to be an open bar at the reception right. and, and my husband still drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't hurt people when he drinks.
2: Right. And <laughs> right, right. I
3: don't, I, I always say like nobody else's drinking is my business. The only ones, the right. only drinking that I care about is my own like i am not going to mm-hmm. judge anyone i'm not going to pull them aside and say you know you really need to stop drinking like that that's not my <laughs> fucking business <laughs> and and person <Right>. help <laughs> i'm I, right. that is not me if somebody comes to me and wants help right. that's a different thing but mm-hmm. um
1: Absolutely. i
3: i want everybody to do whatever they want and have fun and but you know when mm-hmm. when things if things get ugly you know at the reception tomorrow that I might have to be like all right you know husband yep. it's time so and right, that's yeah. okay right mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, I'm definitely. not missing yeah, anything yeah, you know that. that's another thing like when you're no. when you're at that <laughs> point when everybody's in at that point and you leave I promise like anyone who's listening to yeah. this who wants to stop drinking you are not fucking missing anything
0: <laughs> whoever, is, whoever is there is not right? gonna miss you either they don't, they don't, care. don't care they, don't. they do they don't not to give a shit <laughs> so yeah nope. but but yeah that's the thing that uh and still to this day um uh, kathy and i went to a uh my yes. sister And I went to a charity event the other day, whatever that was, last weekend, last Mm -hmm. Saturday. And it was just a YMCA event, the whole thing, and there was, uh, um, you know, free food and whatever. And I knew there was going to be open bar, which again, give a fuck less about. But she had asked me. When we were leaving, she's like, "Are we riding together, or are you driving separate?" I'm like, "I'll mm-hmm. drive separate." Now, I don't make a big deal out of it, but she knows me. She's like, oh, "I figured, right?" You know, so two things. I didn't think that she or anyone there was necessarily going to get mm-hmm. out of control, um, mm-hmm. but I don't go anywhere like ever. And this has been, and Mike and I talked to have talked about that on here before. Mm-hmm. We don't go anywhere that yes. we can't leave. I I want right. to be able I want to be able to leave. Either two things, either somebody's getting loaded and mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable, or I just don't want to fucking be around right. these people anymore. Usually that's right. t- that's not the case because they're family events or things like that. And I I love the people. I went to our yeah. cousin's wedding, Irish wedding, drink and drink and drink. And that was a mm-hmm. two year sober, you know. And but I I hung out for dinner until the band started playing, danced a little bit yeah. with family, and left. Yeah, you know, it was great. Yep. So that goes back to the whole thing of uh, right, Mike being spiritually yes. fit. We can go anywhere, Mike and I. Yep. Mike and I went yep. to you know go to concerts yes. and things like that. We've been to, went to a couple mm-hmm. of shows. He's gone to what did you say, like a hundred since you've been sober, you think? Yeah, that's probably wonderful. Close.
3: I've just been to two. And one of them was this past Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going, okay. I'm
2: going uh this Friday to go see a band. And uh it's actually the radio show I did, the fortieth anniversary celebration yeah. of the radio show. And uh yeah, you know, I'm going by myself. Um, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna watch the band, I'm gonna say hi to a few people, and then I'm gonna go. Absolutely. What right. band yep. is it? Uh, it's called okay. Night Demon
3: I, I don't know them yeah. I did download yeah. <laughs> I did download the Velveteers I'm a rock I'm a what rocker at heart I'm a rocker I, I listen Aha. to lots of different types of music though but
2: well if you yeah. like uh, old old heavy metal like old yes, Iron Maiden and stuff like that Night, Night, Demon, Night Demon's really good I listened
3: to Guar the other day <laughs> <laughs> i haven't listened to them in a while so
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. they're fun
3: oh god <laughs> anyways yeah so squirrel squirrel into music but um No, that's all right,
0: man. That's uh, again. That's that's what we that's what we do and what what we talk about, how we talk on here. So, but um, yeah, I mean, we're we're like an hour. I don't know, seven, seven and a half right now. What um, what else? What else do you got? Because I mean, this is again your time. I think everything you talked about so far has been perfect, and uh, I mean, it's it's funny how much you line up with. I don't know with he and I. That's just kind of funny. (laughs) Well,
3: I think so, too. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I just love your show so much is because you're saying what I think. Um, and you're making you're <laughs> making it okay, like validating that that's okay to think that way. But,
0: um, you know, it's, it, that's scary that you think it's... it's that a is thing. a well, frightening.
1: You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, valid, we're validating how fucked up yes. our thoughts are. But thank you, but though. It's, nice. it. But you. it's true because everybody
3: that. has fucked up thoughts, you know, <laughs> and and right. that's yes, every do. human. Like, so Right.
2: But like I say, man, you know, our thoughts don't matter. It's what our actions are.
3: 100%. Right. You, you don't judge your feelings. Yep. You feel them. But how you behave... When dealing with them, that's on you. So, um, yep. the only yeah. thing I I wrote, I had an outline, um, mm. that I did not. <laughs> oh, here, here comes that I did here not it comes. follow Jesus. at all. <laughs> but um, oh, but one thing that just has kind of stuck out to me the last couple of weeks that I've really been feeling is, I read somewhere that. Um, we're not responsible for like things that that happened. Like if, if people blame their childhood on their drinking mm-hmm. patterns. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, I I don't want to say I had a horrible childhood, but you know, there was some there were some things that happened. Yeah, there was, was some fucked up, up shit. I mean I know everybody <laughs> yeah. kinda has Me too. that but but yeah. We are responsible. We're not responsible for that when we're eight, under 18. But we are responsible. Like, that wasn't our fault that those things happened. But we're responsible on how we move forward in our life. And that's really... What? That resonated with me, just like with the drinking. Because, you know, I could go on and on about why I was so fucked up. And why I did what I did. And how it wasn't mm. my fault. But... When it comes down to it, you just, you got to own the fact that this is your life and you're in charge of it and nobody else is. That's the only thing that you control is getting yourself better and happier and spiritually fit or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And Mm -hmm. I've really just been feeling that a lot lately within my sobriety. And I just wanted to say that. Mm -hmm.
2: Right. That well that's you know that's what that whole little 8th yes, step is for. Yes. You know, yes, we 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 part of the 8th step and people tend to forget about it is part of the 8th step is forgiving the people yes. that hurt us. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a big part of it. If you read the 12 and 12 it's in there, you know, part of it, yes, we make that list of the people that we hurt, but we also have to look at okay, why did yes. we hurt these people? And some of those people that we hurt we hurt them right. because they hurt us and we and we've got to forgive them for hurting us so we can move 100% the fuck on. and we have right. to
3: forgive ourselves i was also on my ninth mm-hmm. step just me and i wrote myself like a letter you know that i'm sorry mm-hmm. that i you know got stuck in this cycle and didn't you know mm-hmm. that i didn't think i was good enough or whatever but um mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just important, and you guys well, are awesome. A little hint, um, that, that ninth no, step never ninth, ends. the ninth step you know. never ends. I know it. it,
2: it you're never yeah. going to finish well, that and one. And I
3: liked, too, when you said, Mike, one time that you're like, it's just how you live now in the future. Like, you can't go back. You can't fix anything. Mm-hmm. You can't, nope. you know... Doing some like grandiose gesture to somebody, like just no. don't ever do shit like that to them again, and and like some right? shit exactly. I I don't even remember like if I can't oh, yeah. I rack my <laughs> I wrecked my brain when I was writing all those resentments and the step eight and Mm -hmm. and then doing the nine. And I'm like, am I leaving anyone out? And it's like, I don't fucking know. So all I know is that I need to not be evil moving forward. So I, I still make (laughs) mistakes. I still, you know, do things I probably shouldn't do, but I never intentionally try to hurt anyone And, um, you know, because we're human and we're not perfect, you know, progress, not perfection. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of my jam these days, so.
2: Right, you know, and, and the cool thing about the program is it teaches us all that fucked up shit that we did before, actually all that rotten stuff that we did actually has value because we can use it to help somebody new to show them that they're not all that fucked up and there's a way totally, to stop doing
3: it. Totally. Totally. Right?
0: Yeah.
3: I love yep. it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that, that yeah. is important. Um, you know, so cool. So what, what else? Anything else that you've got in your oh, I'm gee, gee. Yeah, Oh, gee. I'm, I'm sure oh, gee. I could talk <laughs> for hours about the
3: stuff that goes through my head, but we can... We, we can wrap her up,
2: <laughs> but we all know what that is, so we don't need to totally. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just going through we our heads can,
3: too. You know, if you guys think I'm, you want me to come back? I always, I always would. So I'm putting you well, on we, the you spot. You know, I appreciate that.
0: And- <laughs> yes it's like it's like hey uh, right, you totally. gonna call me gonna call i'm like me? Gonna never call me? gonna <laughs> hear <laughs> <it> from <laughs> bill again i'll be like it's, it's like after that first date yes exactly
3: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> but no seriously uh we uh we appreciate this and uh, this has been i think this has been a lot of fun and i mean uh, yeah, obviously we appreciate everything that you said about about us and all that because it's uh yeah. it's humbling you know to hear those sort of things because we we talked about this we just again just did this to do it and if it resonates with people now um i don't know i can't explain how good that feels it you know, does, it's wonderful. It does you know, so resonate
3: it. and it's very important so that's well, cool please I mean, it really don't is. go but, away but um,
0: <laughs> well yeah. eh, we're, we don't I, I not don't think today don't, yeah not not today don't know okay. plans to do it today but um, so here's my here's my typical question All to right. wrap up the episode Mike <laughs> anything else on your mind not uh, a goddamn thing all right, well, well, G, you know how this is going to wrap up, so it's time for you and I to it's be quiet my and let favorite Mike wrap thing this ever.
3: Up. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, I guess I got to do it well this time. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. Uh, we want to thank G for being our very entertaining <laughs> and insightful guest tonight. Um, you know, and thank you for saying oh nice gosh. things about us because well, we're not used to that.
3: You need to hear it more often. <laughs>
2: well thank you yeah you know we hear it too often we're gonna start letting it go to our heads and that's not good either (laughs) right (laughs) so again thanks for listening to us again everybody be good to each other be kind to each other do something nice for somebody else this week and as always please for the love of god fuck fuck off
0: <laughs> thank, thank you for adding it in, in. that's <laughs> awesome I love it <laughs> alright man Mike I love you brother and obviously we'll talk to you on G. bye you guys it. thank you G bye bye as always thank you for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.